There's something new on Airs LA every day. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshita, and I'm the Chief of Optometric Services at the Center for the Partially Sighted in Los Angeles, California, and the Consulting Director of Low Vision at the Braille Institute of America. Each Sunday, we're going to bring to you tips and information to help you to cope while living with low vision. Don't let your low vision interfere with your Thanksgiving holiday. This past week, I had a woman come to our clinic, and she was very, very depressed. She walked in with her head down. When she sat in the chair, we asked her, What is it that you would like for us to help you with? What are you having the most difficulties with your vision right now? And she said, If I could only have Thanksgiving. I'm 78 years old, and I don't know how much longer I have, but I would just love to have Thanksgiving. All of these years, I've always have had my friends and family over, and we've had such a wonderful time, and because of my immaculate degeneration, we're not going to have Thanksgiving. And I responded to her, and I said, There's no reason that you shouldn't have Thanksgiving. What's the main reason that you're not going to have Thanksgiving? She says, Well, I can't see. I can't prepare such a meal like that without my vision. I can't prepare anything because I can't see. Well, I then went on to explain to her that I am totally blind and that there are many other people, such as myself, who are totally blind, who have absolutely no vision, and they also will continue to have Thanksgiving. Even with low vision or a person who is blind, you can still continue to cook, entertain, and have a wonderful time through all of these holiday seasons. She sort of then said, Well, how do you do it? I said, Well, one thing, you can simply ask others to participate. I'm certain that everybody enjoys coming to your home, right? She said, Yes, I have a beautiful dining room with a long table, and I had the silverware, and people just have such a great time. We turn on the fireplace, we actually have nice music, and we just have a great time all together. And I said, Well, there's nothing different about your house now, is there? She said, No. So you can have it at your house. So I mentioned to her that there's a few things that she might consider doing. I said, for one thing, you might go ahead and ask all of your friends and family members if they would help out. Everybody has a favorite dish that they like to prepare, and everybody enjoys looking forward to eating that. So why don't you ask each of these people to bring one of their favorite dishes? Maybe somebody is just great at making garlic mashed potatoes. Another person is great at making candied yams. Maybe another person is great at going to Costco and getting those pumpkin pies. But everybody can do something that can help out. And if they're your friends and family, you could simply tell them, I would still love to have everybody join us at Thanksgiving here, but because of my vision, I haven't quite yet learned how to cook quite as quickly with my vision problem, so maybe would you be willing to help out? And I am certain that all of them would say yes. Another option is that you can also do some of that cooking yourself. She said, well, I've always have made the turkey, and I'd like to continue to do that. And I said, well, that's a great idea. Ask your friends and family and other people to bring some of these side dishes. I think everybody will be excited to have some of these different flavors from other families. But you could do the turkey. If you want to, you could go ahead and still bake your own turkey. She said, well, how would I? I can't see. So I went on to explain to her how I actually made a turkey a few years ago 
by simply buying a fresh turkey, and I then seasoned it. I then put it inside a roasting bag, and this really was something that made it easy, and it kept a lot of the moisture in. But what I also did is I purchased something called a talking thermometer. This is a meat thermometer that I could actually insert in the turkey, so I could tell whether or not the turkey was prepared to the level that I wanted it. She said, "You're able to do something like that," and I said, "Yes. You simply preheat your oven. You get up early and you go ahead and put that turkey in there." And I told her that with that roasting bag, it came out really great. Another thing that we also shared was the fact that we have also recently switched from making the turkey in the oven to something that sounds so unhealthy, but I really don't think that it is unhealthy, and that is a deep-fried turkey. You might have heard from that in the South. Many people use deep fryers to actually submerge a full turkey, and it will cook the turkey in probably about 45 to 55 minutes. Now, with these particular devices. They're really a wonderful way that you can cook the turkey much more quickly, and they come out delicious. Now, what I did is that I actually talked to my neighbor, and we were both talking about how we saw that on TV, and we said, "Hey, why don't we buy one? We don't use it all the time, so we'll just share it." And so that's something that we did. We split the money of the cost, and we bought one. Now, this heats up with a propane tank, so it's very, very easy. You put. Peanut oil. Now we use peanut oil because peanut oil is something that gets very hot, and then we submerge the turkey, and we were able to submerge two really large turkeys in there, and the oil was still quite good. So it's a way that a person could save money, not only from sharing the cost of the deep fryer, but also sharing the cost of the oil. It does take quite a bit of oil, and peanut oil is somewhat costly, but with this way. You don't have to spend money separately on the oil itself. Now, when that turkey came out, everybody said just the color of it—it was so golden, it was so beautiful. But in terms of the taste, it was so moist. I think that the reason it doesn't taste oily is that the skin of a turkey is so fatty and it's so thick that the oil really just does not get absorbed inside the turkey itself. Now, when you use this particular deep fryer, it's really important that you do use a lot of precaution. Now, for one thing, it's important to put the deep fryer on a concrete surface. I think that's very important because if you put it on the lawn or something like that, it has a chance of tipping over. But on a concrete surface, it's much safer. Once that oil is heated up. It does come with a contraption that allows you to submerge the turkey, and you really have to use that. Don't try to drop that turkey in with your hands because again, you're putting it over boiling oil, and if any of that oil splashes up on your hands, it's going to really injure you very badly. So the second option of the turkey is simply to go ahead and try the deep fryer. A third option is to simply take a turkey that you have purchased and take it to some of the different restaurants. Very often, it's the Chinese restaurants. We have done this many times that there's different Chinese restaurants, and they will actually prepare the turkey for you. Some of them they will use a deep fryer. Others have these large ovens. Now the Chinese are often very, very accustomed to making different types of recipes, such as crispy duck and crispy chicken. So they have the different types of instruments to be able to prepare such a large turkey. 
Now, with this particular type of cost, the restaurant that we have used in the past, it was, I believe, about fifteen to twenty dollars for them to prepare it. You take it the day before, and you come back the next day, and you have your turkey, and it's just also another really great option. Now, another way that you could also do Thanksgiving at your home is to use the grocery stores. I know this sounds kind of corny, but a few years ago, my brother actually purchased the Thanksgiving dinner at Gelson Supermarket. Now, there's other supermarkets that do this: Vons and Kroger and Ralphs. Now, all of these different types of supermarkets they do have these pre-made types of meals, and these meals they do come with the turkey, the dressing, the mashed potatoes. The yams, the cranberries, and it's all packaged up. Now, if you want to, you could simply go ahead and reheat them if they seem to be needed to be reheated, and others might be picked up at a time that's going to be really corresponding with when you're going to eat. Now, this is something that was really, really surprising. We all sort of commented to my sister-in-law how great that this dinner was, and then after we all said it was so great, they then revealed to us that this was made by Galson Supermarket. But we had no idea. It was just absolutely fantastic, and the cost of it is quite reasonable. You can probably feed a family of eight for about forty dollars at some of these types, and some of the others, if you order other things, then maybe it might go up to about ten dollars a person. Another thing that's also is that there's different restaurants that will cater it. These catering restaurants will prepare it. So if you have ten to twenty or even thirty people, they will do that. The cost is usually on the average close to eight to ten dollars a person. Another option is that there are restaurants that will also prepare the Thanksgiving meal, and you could pick it up and bring it home as well. I know Marie Callender's does a really, really nice job with that. We actually had our friends who had that, and it was really very, very nice. They have the turkey and the stuffing and potatoes and all of the other things, the green beans, and then they also give you their famous pies. So overall. There's many different options that you can continue to have that Thanksgiving at your home. To give it that continued feeling of an elegant Thanksgiving, go ahead and serve it on your china. You want to use your silverware, your nicest cups, and you could just have a wonderful event that's going to be the best of Thanksgiving. Spending time with friends and family, remembering stories, sharing laughs, and with this. You'll realize that Thanksgiving—it's not about who did the cooking; it's really about spending time with your friends and family. So remember, don't let your low vision stop you from having a fantastic Thanksgiving. If you have a home that is able to host a Thanksgiving dinner, or you have routinely done that, you want to continue to offer that if that's something you want to do. If you want to change the pace, you might simply go to a restaurant. There are many restaurants that do a wonderful Thanksgiving meal, and this could be something that's fun and exciting for everybody else. So enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday this year, and don't let your low vision make that day not as fun as it could be. For Airs Ale, this is Dr. Bill Takeshita. This podcast is intended solely for the use of the blind and the print-impaired audience. Any unauthorized use is prohibited. <laughs>